Now we're getting into talking about the seven trumpets. I ended the last one after the seven seals, but it was kind of in the middle of chapter 8. Now we're picking up here with Revelation 8, 7. The first trumpet is fixing to sound, okay? The first angel sounded the trumpet. The first judgment with fire and hail mingled with blood fell upon the earth. This is literal. This will happen. Prophecy of Joel 2, 30, 32. Similar to the seventh plague of Egypt, Exodus 9, 22. One third of the part of the trees will be burned up. Now, this is getting serious here. But remember, it's going to get worse as time goes on. Now, the second trumpet, the angel sounded the trumpet. It was as a great mountain burning with fire cast into the sea. And the third part of the sea became blood. Again, Exodus 7, 20, 21. Probably a huge meteor or an asteroid. Could be red tides talking about the blood. And we've heard about red tides. Tides. <laughs> it means blood-stained Christians. War. Could indicate false religion. Do you have religion or do you have Christ? A third part of the creatures in the sea had died. A third part of the ships were destroyed. This could be part of the blood. And then in Revelation 18, the third trumpet speaks in the sound. The great angel sounded the trumpet. A great star from heaven fell, burning as if a lamp. Possibly another meteor fell upon the third part of the river and upon the fountains of water. A third part of the land area is in the old Roman Empire. Daniel 7.78 talks about that. Then a star is called Wormwood. It's a meteor. Carries properties of the bitter, nauseous plant. Jeremiah 9.15 talked about that. One third part of the waters became Wormwood. Many men died of the waters. They were made bitter. This could take the lives of hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people on earth. <clears throat> the fourth trumpet, Revelations 8, 12. The fourth angel sounded the trumpet. A third part of the sun was smitten, and a third part of the moon, and a third part of the stars. A third part of them was darkened, and day did not shine of a third part of it, and night was not for a third part of it. These are literal, Luke 21, 25, and 26. An angel flying through heaven sang in a loud voice. Now, it's very possible this angel going through heaven screaming this loud, what I'm fixing to tell you they're saying. It is possible this angel will be visible on earth and on television. Can you imagine? On television. This is going to be... This is going to be some really news right here. It's going to be broadcast far and wide. The angel's going to be saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. Remember this, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's very important to the inhabitants of earth. The other three angels are yet to sound, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, we've got three trumpet judgments left that haven't sounded. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's the three ones left. Woe every time one comes to the inhabitants of earth. <clears throat> the fifth judgment. The fifth angel sounded the trumpet. This is the first woe. Remember the angel said woe, woe, woe. That's very important. 
A star fell from heaven to the earth. It refers to Satan. The star is Satan. Luke ten eighteen talks about that. And to him was given the key to hell. Remember, Jesus had the key. Now he gives it to Satan, probably through an angel. And Satan opened the bottomless pit, hell. And out of hell came locusts. Now, these are, these are bad locusts. These are demon locusts. And to them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power to sting in their tails, causing great pain. They were commanded they should not hurt the earth, grass, or earth. Nothing green or any trees. Locusts normally feed on green trees, green grass, shrubs, etc. These are not allowed to do so. But only those men which do not have the seal of God in their foreheads, true believers of God, the seal, one true God, do not kill them, torment them for five months. This is the fifth judgment. Notice five months, fifth judgment, literal. Demons will be, these demons will be invisible. It's going to feel like a scorpion when he bites a man. It's going to be very painful. Revelations 9, 6, men shall seek death, but they won't die. They want to die, but death won't come. They are to be tormented. Wonder how our medical doctors will diagnose this. I don't know. Revelations 9, 7, the shapes of the locusts like horses prepared to battle. Remember, these are demons. As if crowns were on their heads like gold and faces of spaces of men. They're invisible, remember. But if you could see them, this is what they would look like. They will be strong like horses getting ready for battle. They'll have crowns on their head, and their faces are going to look like men. They're going to have tails like scorpions. They will have armory ready for battle, breastplates on. They're only going to hurt people who do not have the seal of God in their foreheads, servants of God. The sound of their wings it's going to sound as if the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. They're going to be very, very loud. Note, seven seals. Forces on earth affecting the physical lives. That's what the seven seals does, affecting the physical lives. So the seven trumpets are going to affect your spiritual lives. There's going to be seven plagues. The consequences of being disobedient to God. All that's taking place in these seven trumpets. There will be times on earth during this time when no spirituality will be found. Because the lights of one third of the sun, the moon, and the stars cease to shine. No spiritual. It's going to be a spiritual deadness. No Holy Spirit. That's what's scary. No Holy Spirit. Let your light shine, everybody. Revelation 9, 9, we're getting a glimpse into the spirit world. And then in, in 9, 10, and they had tails like scorpions, stings in their tails. It's a five-month judgment. They had a king over them, the angel of the bottomless pit, Abaddon, Apollyon. Apollyon's a fallen angel. Now, one woe is past. we got two more woes to come. The sixth trumpet in Revelation 9.13. This is the sixth one here. The trumpet of the sixth angel sounds, and this is the second woe. Heard voice from the four horns of the golden altar before God. Altar of incense. The angel of incense is the voice. Saying to the sixth angel, 
Okay, six, six trumpet. Loose the four angels bound in the great Euphrates. These are evil angels. They're bound up. Euphrates is an area. It all began here and it's all gone. It's all going to end here. It's being prepared right now. The four angels were loosed to destroy one third part of men for one year, one month, one day, one hour to destroy all those men. There's going to be about 200 million locusts. Demonic, invisible, demon spirits. 200 million. Can you imagine? Can you just... This, this, is, this is so scary here. Horses in the vision, the demons. Breastplates of fire, red armor. Jacinth, part of armor color, it's a sapphire. Brimstone, red armor. Heads of blondes, strong. Mouth, fire and brimstone. Fire, smoke and sulfur. Sounds like they come straight from hell. Woo. <laughs> in 919, they've got power in their mouth. Now we're looking into the spiritual world. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness, against spiritual wickedness and high places. Now the men left still do not repent. And we move into chapter 10. Another angel clothed with the cloud, that's Christ, with the glory of God. The rainbow on his head meaning the glory of God. His face is the sun, peace and mercy and degree of glory. Feet as pillars of fire, judgment. There's an open book in his hand. It's the same book as in Revelation chapter 5, the scroll. He puts his right foot upon the sea and his left foot on earth. Proclaiming righteousness will eventually prevail on earth. And cried with a loud voice, power and victory. And seven thunders sounded. What does seven mean? Complete. This is complete. John was told not to write what the seven thunders said. Jesus lifted up his hand to heaven. His right hand, he lifted up with the book still in his left. He's, and he's speaking to take an oath here. Swears the world belongs to God. No more delay. The beginning of the last half of the great tribulation. John was told to take the book. Christ tells him to digest his contents. To understand it. Word of God is always sweet. But it talked about in his belly it was going to be bitter. But in his mouth, sweet as honey. The word of God's always sweet again, but when it speaks in the in your belly, it's going to be bitter. It speaks to judgment. John ate it as he was told, and he felt the judgment. Revelation ten, the last half of judgment is about to come. And in Revelation eleven, it says John must continue to prophesy. Three and a half years later, Jesus will take possession of the earth. We're almost three tribulations. We're three and a half years in right now because three and a half years later, Jesus will take possession of the earth. In chapter 11, we begin the two witnesses. In the t he was instructed to measure the temple and the altar, the literal temple, which will be re rebuilt in Jerusalem, and it will have sacrifices once again. But to leave out the court, it is for Gentiles. 
furthest court from the temples. It is for judgment. Tread underfoot for 42 months. Half, what this is saying is halfway through the great tribulation, the Antichrist will turn on Israel, attacking her. And Israel will be temporarily defeated. He will occupy the temple as a temporary headquarters for 42 months. And Jesus goes further to say, I will give power to my two witnesses, Enoch and Elijah. They were transported before death. They have never seen death. They will prophesy three and a half years, clothed in sackcloth, meaning they're going to be preaching repentance for three and a half years. So people have time to repent here. The men still have not repented, but they have time to come in and repent. And it mentions two olive trees and two candlesticks, the two men, the two witnesses. No man can hurt them. They cannot be killed. But they can control rain from heaven. They can stop it. They have the power to turn the water to blood. They have power to perform miracles. We don't know what these miracles are, but they do have power to do that. Smite the earth with plagues, sickness, disease, plagues of insects, etc. They have that power. At the end of three and a half years, a fallen angel will help the Antichrist kill them. This is at the completion of their ministry. Their dead bodies will lie in Jerusalem where Satan has invaded. Their dead bodies will lie there for three and a half days for everyone to see. No doubt this will be broadcast on TV. The, the Antichrist and fallen angel has finally managed to kill these two witnesses that have preached repentance for three and a half years. Now they've managed to kill them and their bodies are going to lay in Jerusalem for three and a half days. Now watch this. <laughs> In Revelation 11.10, there's going to be a worldwide celebration to the two witnesses being killed. They have caused so much trouble for the Antichrist. They have tormented inhabitants of birth. Really, they've tormented, they've been trying to save the inhabitants of birth, but <laughs> it's looked at as they've tormented them. Nobody likes true prophets, right? <laughs> Revelations 11, after three and a half days, they rise. Now imagine the Antichrist in the television broadcast. Wow. Can you see the Antichrist in the television that's going to be broadcasting this when these two prophets that were dead laying in the streets for three and a half days. Now they have risen after three and a half days. They are dead no more. Can you just imagine the news on this? They're going to be raptured to heaven. The last of those raptured. They go to heaven in a cloud. Now imagine the Antichrist and the television stations. Here they have been dead. Three and a half days they lied they're dead. Now they've been risen. They're alive. They're well. Now they've gone to heaven in a cloud. Now can you imagine? Uh, everybody's probably beginning to believe that God is real right about now. Now a great earthquake. And it's the last one under the tribulations. 7,000 men will be slain. Those left behind were frightened and gave glory to God. Some of these people gave their hearts to Christ. They, they were frightened. They were scared. I would be too, and they're giving their hearts to Christ. That completes the seventh, the second woe. Now we have the seventh trumpet coming down in Revelations 11, 14. 
This is the third woe, and it comes quickly. The casting out of Satan. The seventh angel sounds the trumpet. The last three and a half years, tribulations begin. Great voices in heaven are saying, now this is the last three and a half years of tribulation, and it's beginning. The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. He shall reign forever and ever. At the conclusion, the second coming of the Lord. At the conclusion of the three and a half years, the second coming of the Lord. The 24 elders fell on their faces and began to worship God. Again, this speaks of anticipation of the second coming of the Lord. The nations were angry. Can you imagine? They are very angry. The wrath is yet to come, the battle of Armageddon. And it's reference again to the second coming. The judgment seat of Christ speaks again of the battle of Armageddon. Christ will engage at the second coming. Revelation eleven nineteen, And the temple of God was opened in heaven. And in his temple is the ark of his testament. Lightning and thunderings. Great lightning, great thunderings. Because God is present. He is present. Now, can you just imagine the way the world is going to look at this? It's getting serious now. A lot of people are beginning to believe God is real. And right here, and these people that weren't believing here in Revelations, that would not repent, I imagine they're running in now by thousands and hundreds repenting. Well, this is Sharon with Fruits of the Spirit Ministry. And we have completed Revelation eleven nineteen. The next one will start at chapter 12. I love y'all. God bless you all.